you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Today is so exciting. It is my last official work day of the year, of the school year. After today, my kids will be home. (laughs) And I'm excited because it's going to be so nice not to have to set an alarm. But I'm also a tad bit nervous just because we're going to lose the structure of a school routine. But we're going to get into a summer routine. It's going to be great. I have some fun plans for my kids. But I wanted to just chat with you today for a little bit about why you should keep up with your business in the summer. I want you to thrive this summer, not just survive, but thrive. And I want you to keep up with your business this summer. Not because I don't want you to have a fun summer, I want you to experience all those things that come along with summer, late nights, sleeping in, vacations, camping, park dates, pool trips, beach trips. I want you to experience all of that fun stuff. I'm not telling you that you have to sit at your desk and work for eight hours a day, but I want you to keep up with your business this summer. And here is why. Number one, it's way more work to get started in the fall if you just let your business go. If you take three months completely off of your business, you will have to restart in the fall, which is always a good idea. You can restart anytime in your business. However, it's one thing to have to restart. And it's another thing to just restart because you want to. (laughs) So don't put yourself in that position where it's just harder to get back into the groove of things in the fall. Keep your business going each and every day and you'll see that it will pay off so much when school starts back up or when your fall routine starts back up in just a couple short months. So speaking of the fall, that is the busiest selling season of the year. And for a lot of companies, it is part of the incentive trip contest period. And you definitely don't want to be starting from scratch or starting from square one when that season starts up. You want to have momentum from the summer that carries you through. Because remember, I know that you've heard this before, that what you do today affects your business 30, 60, and 90 days from now. So definitely be pl- be planning ahead and have that in the back of your mind that what you're doing today is prepping you for the fall season because it's going to be ready, set, go. <laughs> Number three, what will your customers do in the summer if you are out of business? If you If they think that you are not working your business in the summer, if you tell them, hey, I'm taking a few months off, see ya in September, then when they need to reorder something or they hear about a fun special that your company is offering throughout the summer, whether it's through an email or another consultant, they're going to find another consultant to order from. They're not going to order from you because they're going to think to themselves, oh, you know, I need to order such and such, but 
my consultant, Susie, said that she is taking the summer off, so I better not bother her. No, you want your customers to know that they can come to you. Of course, it's summer. It's more relaxed, and you don't have to answer them and be at their every beck and call. You should never be at their every beck and call for, you know, just to keep your own sanity intact year round. But especially in the summer, everybody's relaxed. They know that it's going to take a minute for you to get back to them. But don't let your business completely go. Your customers want to know that you're in business and you can help them when they need you and when they need to reorder. And last, working your business in the summer does not look the same as working your business the other parts of the year. It's going to be more fun and more relaxed. And so it's just, you know, just go into the summer knowing that it doesn't have to be day in, day out, working, working, working. It can fit into the nooks and crannies of your summer. And I mean, that's true all year round, but especially in the summer, it's so flexible. That is the gift of direct sales is that our businesses are flexible. So I'm here to talk to you today about how you can thrive this summer, not just survive. So first thing you should do is set business hours. Now, I know that sounds pretty formal and it sounds, you know, kind of like, oh, I don't I don't want to do that. But and I know we've talked about this concept on the podcast before, but set business hours, set summer hours, not necessarily daily hours. You know, I do believe that you should be touching your business in some way, shape or form each and every day whether that's 15 minutes or an hour, you should be doing something in your business every single day. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about setting specific time and even hours. Like I'm not even saying like an eight, like when I say business hours, I'm not meaning like a nine to five, three days a week. Because if that was the case, I would, I'd quit too. (laughs) So I'd walk away. I'm not doing that in the summer. But I'm talking about intentional time that you work on your business certain days of the week. For the school year, my business hours are Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 a.m. to about 2 p.m. or so. And that has worked really well for me throughout the school year. That's going to change a little bit because my kids are not going to be at school. It's not going to be quiet in my house. And, you know, I've been thinking about how to make this work. And of course, you can set business hours and then try it for a week. And if it doesn't work for you, you can adjust that. It's no big deal. But I plan on setting aside two to three hours. Monday, I'm going to keep the Monday, Wednesday, Friday because that was working very well. So I'm going to set aside two to three hours on Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. And I'm going to try and get up and get right at it, you know, by eight o'clock or so. So that way I can get work done and then be able to just relax the rest of the day with my kids and have fun and have friends over and go swimming and all that kind of stuff. So definitely set business hours because if you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to work on my business five hours a week or 10 hours a week or whatever you want to work on your business. If you just say, I'm going to work on my business X amount of hours a week, but you don't plan for it, then it's not going to happen. You have to plan for it and you have to set that in your routine. Notice I didn't say schedule. I am not a fan of schedules. I'm not a very scheduled person. I like, I love an itinerary. (laughs) I love it. I love a routine, but I do not like a schedule because it stresses me out too much if we get off schedule. So definitely set a routine. Just know that for the first two or three hours, every whatever day you choose, whatever couple days you choose a week, that is dedicated time for your business where 
your kids are watching a show or they're doing their own little jobs or chores or they are playing outside or they're, you know, at grandma's house or they're with a babysitter. If you can do that, do that. If you can get a babysitter, you know, to help out once in a while, a couple times a week, do that. If that's what will help you get your work done throughout the summer, then do that. I know that's not feasible for everybody, but if you need to do that and you can do that, then do it and don't feel guilty. So to sum it up, treat your business like a business. Schedule it into your routine like a business because it will treat you. If you treat your business well, then your business will treat you well, right? So have that in the back of your mind. Set some intentional time each week. Again, it doesn't have to be every single day. It doesn't have to be for hours at a time. But set aside time every week intentional time every week to work on your business. Maybe you do one day a week where you do eight hours because that's what works and because you have a babysitter that day. Whatever it is, make it work because again, treat your business well and your business will treat you well. All right, so the next thing, stay consistent. Aim to post in your customer group every weekday or shoot for at least, I would say four times a week or so. Again, just to notify your customers that you are in business. You don't want them to think that you have just gone off into outer space. You want them to know that you're here, you're open for business and they can count on you when they need to reorder or place an order or whatever they need to do. Send, you know, maybe Facebook isn't your thing. Send a weekly or bi-weekly or even a monthly newsletter. Or maybe you are a really big texter. Send out some kind of weekly or biweekly text just to, again, make it known that you are there when your customers need you. Establish what is consistent to you and stick with that this summer. You know, I I want you to determine what that means to you. If you are currently posting in your customer groups every single day, Stick with that. Stick with that schedule. Stick with what's working. If you're doing a monthly newsletter, stick with that. Whatever is consistency, whatever that means to you in your business, stick with that as much as you can this summer. And my next point that kind of leads into my next point, in order to stay consistent, it's going to serve you so well to pre-schedule and batch your content. This is something that has tremendously helped me in my business through the busiest times in my life. I do this year round, but this is going to especially be helpful in the summer. If you are not already pre-scheduling content, batching content, whatever you wanna call it, if you're not already doing that, this is the best time to start because you're gonna see the benefits of doing this throughout the entire summer and throughout the year. So there are so many tools out there to use for pre-scheduling things (laughs) in your groups, in your email, in your text, whatever whatever mode of communication, maybe you're using all of those, that's great. Whatever mode of communication that you're using, there are so many tools that you can use to help you automate all of that content. Number one, Facebook scheduler. It's free, it's easy to use. I hardly ever have issues with it. <laughs> so if you're not using anything, maybe try that because it's very simple and easy to use. I've recently started using CinchShare and I am obsessed. (laughs) I don't know if you guys also use CinchShare if you're listening, but it is Facebook scheduler, but so much more. I have access to tons of graphics. I even have access to party templates and 
thank you posts. And it's just, it seriously is the most comprehensive graphics library that I've ever seen. And I just love what SynShare offers. And I think they are doing amazing things. I love that I can schedule in different groups all at the same time, which is super helpful because I have several different groups that I'm involved in. And it's just, it's so helpful to have that all at a glance and to have it all in one spot and to be able with just a few clicks, click, 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 have it all done. And I am loving SynShare. If you've never tried SynShare, check the show notes. I will try to put a code in there so you can try it out for yourself. It's actually fairly easy to learn. I don't consider myself super techie, even though I produce a podcast. <laughs> I don't consider myself to be the most techie person, but it was really easy to figure out and to navigate. And they have this amazing Facebook group, free Facebook group that anybody can be part of. They run weekly trainings in there and they offer tons and tons of support. So I love the company SynthShare. I love the company itself and I love the product SynthShare. They, it's just such a great tool for our direct sales businesses. Another tool that you can use if you are not on Facebook is Project Broadcast. I know I've mentioned that in other episodes as well, but Project Broadcast is basically a texting service that you can use to mass text your customers, but it doesn't look like a mass text. Does that make sense? <laughs> so how great would it be to pre-schedule text to go out each week, each month, whatever you want it to do to your customers, and all you have to do is write up one text you can put in different fields to make it personalized to each person, but that person is only getting one text. They're not getting a mass group text, which everybody hates. So check out Project Broadcast if you want to simplify your texting campaigns. I've even done texting parties, and it was really easy and simple and very successful. So Project Broadcast is another one to check out for automating things like that. Also, if you're not on Facebook, if you're not really much of a texter, you can also look into email marketing. I know this is one area that I intend to focus on, hopefully this summer, if not this fall, it needs to be this summer, but I would like to really hone in on my email marketing and I am exploring different options and looking into it and just seeing how it all works. And so definitely look into email marketing. There are so many different platforms that make it super simple for you to stay in contact with your customers each and every month, if not more frequently than that. So definitely choose one of those ways. You know, you can do Facebook, you can do texting, you can do email marketing. There are so many different tools out there that we can use as direct sellers to help us pre-schedule and batch our content, whether you're doing it the night before, every week, every month, whatever it is, there's a tool out there that will help you. And why am I emphasizing pre-scheduling content? Because the less time that you are spending posting on social media, the more time you'll have to do lots of fun summer things. So it is totally worth pre-planning and pre-scheduling your content so that way you can enjoy the freedom and the flexibility that direct sales has to offer while still staying active in your business. Okay, so my next tip for a thriving summer, this is a big one. This is a big one. Attend 
your company conference. I know that is quite the bold statement, isn't it? Yes, it is an investment. It is a huge investment, both time and money. I get it. I know that. I know. But if there was ever a time to experience your company's conference, this is such a great year to do that because I'm guessing that most, if not all companies, are going to offer some kind of virtual option for conference this year. Whether they're doing all virtual or they're doing a hybrid conference, I know that's what we're doing. We have an in-person option or a virtual option. Of course, I recommend the in-person option. It's such a full experience and just so much fun. But virtual is a great option as well. It's such a low cost way to attend conference, but can still have a huge impact on your business. So that's why I'm making such a bold statement in saying you need to attend your company conference this summer because of that virtual option. It should be possible for almost every single person to attend either in person or virtually this year. If you are a leader, I'm gonna say another thing that's kind of bold. This should be a non-negotiable in your yearly calendar. Obviously, if there's a pre-planned vacation or if there's something going on, obviously, of course, you know that I'm not saying that you have to skip your family vacation and go to conference. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you put that on your calendar and you are planning things after you know the dates for your conference, you can plan around that and you can make it a non-negotiable. If you are not a leader, but you want to be, again, plan your summer around your company conference. I know that it takes so much planning and so much prep. Trust me, I know. There's childcare, you gotta figure out where your kids are going. There's travel planning, you gotta book plane tickets ahead of time, you have to reserve the hotel room, you have to plan things for your team if you're a leader. You have to plan outfits. Stay tuned. There's an episode coming on that. But you have to plan outfits. You have to plan, you know, how you're going to get to the hotel from the airport. You have to plan rides. You have to plan roommates. You have to, it takes so much prep and so much planning. You have to pack your kids. (laughs) Bless my husband. Oh my goodness. He'll, if I'm going out of town for some reason, he'll be like, oh, I bet you're so excited to get out of town. I'm like, yes, but I need to get through those few days before going out of town, I need to get through that stress before I can actually enjoy myself because I know all the stress that's involved with prepping and planning to be gone, whether my kids are with me or not. But I also know that me personally, I suffer from FOMO. If you've never heard of FOMO, it stands for fear of missing out. My first year as a consultant, I joined in May and my company conference was, uh, I think July maybe of that year. And I couldn't go because I already had a family vacation on the calendar that I could not miss. So I was not able to make it. Okay. So then I saw everyone's pictures and I saw all the fun things that everybody was doing. And when I started seeing those pictures trickle in and I wasn't there That really cemented in my mind like, okay, from now on, I will always attend conference because I really suffer from FOMO. (laughs) Let me know if you suffer from FOMO too, because it is a real thing and it has helped me in my business, honestly, because I don't like to miss out on things, especially conference. Oh my goodness, I love conference. Let me tell you why I love conference so much and why I feel like it should be a non-negotiable for leaders and those who want to be leaders. 
So in 2019, I had 10 amazing ladies from my organization attend conference. And three of those ladies became directors that year. So that's what I mean when I say if you want to be a leader, it should be a non-negotiable. Because when you make that investment into your business, you will see results. Conference makes a difference. I promise you, it makes such a difference. And I want to say this too. I probably should have said this first of all. But your business, you and your business, you are absolutely worthy to put this on your calendar and to talk with your husband and to talk with your mother-in-law and coordinate childcare and, you know, figure out where your kids are going to go. It is so worth You are worth it. Your business is worth it. It is worth it. Okay? Make the effort. Even if that is attending the virtual conference this year, take it seriously. Find somebody to watch your kids so you can watch the sessions in peace. Take notes. Make it count. Make that time count. It's so worth it. I promise. Virtual is such a great option, but I will say there is something about the in-person experience that will impact your business for good. There is such a buzz from the moment you get to the hotel or resort or convention center or wherever your conference is being held and One thing that contributes to that buzz and that camaraderie is your home office staff. They are there to greet you and to get you pumped up for the weekend. And it is so amazing to be able to meet them and talk to them in person. These are people that you interact with on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. These are people that help you with your business. It's so wonderful to be able to meet them and thank them for everything they do for you throughout the year. One huge perk of in-person conference is that you will most likely get to meet your CEO and founder. Their energy, their vision is so contagious and you are going to leave so inspired after hearing directly from them. That is the highlight of my conference experience is getting to see Heidi and getting a selfie with her and chatting with her and just expressing my gratitude to her and her vision so many years ago that led us to this point today. And so you just, you cannot replace that experience of meeting your home office staff, meeting your founder and CEO, and just meeting the people that make a difference in your business each and every day. Another group of people that you can connect with, of course, at an in-person conference is your fellow consultants. You might have consultants that you only know online and you might have some that you know in real life, but it's so amazing to be able to connect with them in person and to chat about your business or chat about your family or laugh together. And it's just a wonderful time to connect with those fellow consultants and those from your team. So another benefit to attending conference is that you are going to receive world-class training from top-notch keynote speakers. I mean, that is why you pay the conference fee. They are covering the fee for that speaker to come and teach you something. Take notes. Start a new notebook. I start a new notebook every single conference because it's kind of like a new year. You'll start to see your business in a new light when you take notes and you'll be able to tweak and change different areas in your business and you'll be able to learn new things. I know as a mom and, you know, as adults, really, we're not in school (laughs) and so our brains get a little cobwebby (laughs) and a little mushy. So conference is such a great time to get those gears turning and to get those brains working and to learn something, to learn something new. That is such a great aspect of direct sales is that it's 
continuing education and you you can't replace that experience. And so I love being able to get that world-class training from keynote speakers and being able to hear some of the top names in our industry speak to us and just give us their expertise. And I have made so many changes to my business after listening to keynote speakers. This podcast is actually kind of a result from a conference a couple years ago. And I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't gone to that conference and hadn't listened to a speaker chat about starting a blog. And that's kind of how this started is I thought it was going to be a blog, but then it turned into a podcast. And so you never know how a session can change your business. And a lot of times companies will also have the top leaders from the company do breakout sessions. I love those sessions because I love hearing from my fellow consultants and hearing what's working for them in their businesses. And it's just so great to hear other perspectives and hear from other consultants. And of course, if you are attending virtually, treat it like an in-person conference as much as possible. I know I mentioned this earlier, but you know, find somebody to take the kids for the day. Invite local team members over to watch with you. I know last year we had so much fun, even though I would have loved to have been in person, we had so much fun having a virtual watch party for conference. I had a house full of ladies and we swam in the pool and we ate so much food and we had just a really fun time. It was just such a great experience to connect with them and to just get to know them better and to experience conference virtually together. So if you are doing virtual conference, that is amazing. Good for you. I'm so happy, but definitely treat it like you would an in-person conference. Clear your calendar, make plans, have people over to watch it with you, take notes and be invested for those for that day, for those several hours and really use it to further your business. Another thing you can do to have a thriving summer in your business is to rethink your parties. I know that a lot of times we get caught up in, okay, I need to have four to six parties a month. I need to find four to six hostesses. None of them can cancel. They all have to have great turnout in order for me to hit such and such goal. And that's great. If that's working for you, keep going. Keep doing what's working for you. But if you are, if that stresses you out, rethink your parties. People are so busy, especially this summer. Last summer, people weren't as busy. (laughs) And I think that that was in our advantage. But this summer, people are busier than ever. Vacations, sports, summer camp, you name it. Your customers are busy. Instead of being stressed out about people canceling or rescheduling or people not showing up, just rethink your parties and take that stress off the table host fundraisers. Think of a great cause. Keep your eyes and ears open and your heart open to fundraising causes. People are all about giving to causes. They love doing that. You could do a mystery host event. You could do a bingo in your customer group. You could do easy summer workshops. Teach your customers something. Teach them something having to do with your products. Whether you sell skincare and makeup or you sell home decor, you sell food items, cooking items, whatever you specialize in, teach your customers something and invite them to an easy summer workshop. Heavy emphasis on the easy because if it's too complicated, they will not attend, they will not participate. You want to make these as simple as possible to make it more enjoyable for your busy customers during summertime. 
I want to challenge you to have at least one or two of your own events on your calendar each month this summer. Having those different kinds of parties on your calendar is going to be so effective in keeping your calendar at least going. You don't want to stop your calendar altogether. You don't want to just stop your business and go have fun all summer. You want to keep your business going and go have fun this summer. You want to do both. And that brings me to my last point for a thriving summer is have fun. Summer is so short. Our kids are only home. Those of you who have kids, our kids are only home for what, 18 summers? That's not very many. (laughs) Make them count. You can have the best summer ever and you can be successful in your business as well. And I hope these tips help. I want to give you some bonus tips that I wrote down. If you're thinking, all right, what am I going to do with these kids all summer? (laughs) Take a deep breath. That's what I'm doing. And I want to preface this first before I dive into these tips. I want to say my kids are seven, five, and four. So they are at really good ages. And I want to preface this because I have been in your shoes. If you are listening to this and you have babies and toddlers, I have been there. I've been in those trenches. I'm still in the trenches, but not as deep in the trenches as I felt when I had small, small kiddos. At one point, I had three kids, three and younger, and I was in direct sales at the time too. And so I remember those days. It is so tough. And kudos to you for listening to this and trying to put together some kind of summer plan, but just know that there are different seasons of life and sometimes our seasons call for survival mode. And that is totally fine. You are going to make it. I know it. And I want to say that honestly, something that got me through that really hard season, one of many things, but one of the main things that got me through that hard season in life was having my direct sales business. It was something I could work on and look forward to and do outside of motherhood. And I love being a mom. It's the best job in the entire world. But I'm not exaggerating when I say that direct sales, my direct sales business helped me keep some (laughs) shreds of sanity through that time with little tiny kids. So if that sounds like you, I'm right there with you, or I was right there with you, and you will make it through, and it's going to be awesome, I promise. All right, so here are some things that we are going to try this summer because of my kids' ages. I think they're at a great time for all of these things. So the first thing, we did this during spring break, and it worked out so well, and my kids actually have asked about this already, and so we're doing this during the summer too, but that is snack baskets. I have a basket for each kid, and it has their name on it, and I will fill the basket with an appropriate amount of snacks for one day. (laughs) I'm not going to just pile it full of junk, but I will fill it with a day's worth of snacks. And they, instead of asking me every five minutes for a snack like my four-year-old likes to do, they can choose a snack from their snack basket anytime they want to. When their snack basket is gone, it is gone. And they are not allowed to ask for any more snacks. My aforementioned (laughs) four-year-old... bless her little heart, she didn't quite grasp that concept over spring break because she loved being able to access her snack basket whenever she wanted to, 
but she quickly ran out of snacks. So she's going to have to work on that skill this summer. It's going to be a learning experience for her. So that's something that we're going to try because that is one interruption that happens all the time. Mom, I'm hungry. Mom, I need a snack. Mom, can I have a snack right now? Mom, can I have these cookies? Mom, can I have this apple? Oh my goodness. So we are going to do snack baskets for sure. Also, give them something to look forward to. So on days where you are planning on two or three hours working your business, or maybe even longer if you're doing a bigger chunk. Give them something to look forward to. Hey guys, mom has to work right now. I need you guys to not fight, keep it down, go outside in the backyard, whatever it is, go watch a movie or whatever it is for the next couple hours while I get some work done. And then after I get some work done, if you can leave me be and let me work, then when we're done, we can go to the park, we can go to the zoo, we can go on a picnic, we can go swimming, whatever it is, give them something to look forward to. Although I can see how this could backfire a little bit too, because I know my kids are, when are we going to go do this? When are we going to do it? So it's it, it's helpful. Okay, when mommy is done or at this certain time or when this timer goes off, we have this to look forward to. And that will be so fun for them because they'll anticipate that fun activity that you're going to do after you're done working. Also, screens are not an enemy. I mean, they can be, but screens are not the enemy. Take advantage of them. And of course, I'm not advocating that your kids sit in front of a TV all summer, but if it's going to keep them quiet for an hour, let them watch a show. You know, if that's if that's not what you do in your family, that's fine. But I'm just saying, don't feel guilty about letting your kids watch an hour of TV during the summer. That's okay. They're going to go outside too. They're going to get lots of balance. No worries there. Also, another thing that we're going to do this summer is now that my kids can read and they can understand things, they I'm going to be posting a summer routine, not a summer schedule, but a summer routine. You know, they're going to they're going to have little jobs that they're going to do every morning. They're going to get up. They're going to get dressed. They're going to brush their teeth. They're going to have breakfast. They're going to work on I have these little summer workbooks so that way they don't get too far behind for school next year. So I'm going to have them do a couple pages in their workbooks or read a book or something. And then they're going to be able to play. They're going to be able to do, you know, it's not going to be a regimented, if you know me, this would never happen, but it's not a regimented schedule that they're going to have to follow every single day and they'll be disciplined if they don't. No, but it's going to be a summer routine where they're going to have little jobs that they have to do in a certain order just like we do for school mornings. And so it's just going to keep up that routine. So that way in the fall, it's not such a horrible wake up call (laughs) on that sunny August morning when they go back to school. So I hope these tips help you have a thriving summer. Remember, we're not just surviving. We are thriving this summer. And there are seasons of survival in life. Yes, there are. (laughs) And if you're going through a season of survival, my heart goes out to you know that I have been there. I've been there. I know what it means to just get through a day. If that's what your summer is going to be, that's okay. If you just need to get through the summer, that's that's totally fine. I'm not here to tell you what success looks like to you, but I want you to make some goals for this summer. What would a successful summer look like to you? Set that up for yourself. Make those goals and use these tips to help you have a thriving summer in your direct sales business. Thanks so much for listening in. If you don't already follow me, head on over to Directly Different on Instagram and follow me there. We have so much fun. I'm really enjoying the Instagram space. 
Also, subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Share this with a friend that you know is going into summer, nervous about what they're going to do with their business in the summer. Just don't give it up. Don't give it up completely. You can change and adapt your business to fit a summer routine. That is the beauty of direct sales. It is so worth keeping up with your business throughout the summer months because you are going to see the results from that for months to come. Thanks again for joining me today and I'll catch you in the next episode. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing, if you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.